The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith. When you have confidence in this power, the power flows. The power of God does not flow with a victim mentality. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm saying something now. You're going to have to change your mindset to get, because you got to have the mind of Christ. You got to have this mind that was in him to be in you. Hello, Bill Winston here, and welcome to the Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. Faith is the key to you having success in God. It, it, it really is. You can't even please God without faith. The other thing is that faith allows the power of God to flow through your life. You see, there's great power. God, because he's God, is able to do anything. I mean, he is so powerful. Well, the way we get it to flow, that power to flow, is we need faith to have it to flow. It places demand on God's power. Now that's why this teaching that you're about to see right now is so important. Get your Bibles and pencils and papers ready. Let's go into it. It's entitled, The Greater Works. 1 John chapter 4, verse 4 says, The greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. See, the greater one is in me. See, and he's going to give me knowledge of what I should do. Proverbs 20 and 27, he talks about guidance, talks about the candle of the Lord. He says, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. So you, God is going to use your spirit to guide you. Once you get born again, he's going to use your spirit to guide you. Okay. I remember when I was uh, in the military, I was training, I went to uh, pilot training and I finished 53 weeks of it. And I finished and I now got my assignment, which was F4s, Phantoms, uh, fighters. So now I got to go to RTU to training for that particular airplane. And um, it was really fun. It, was, it looked like a challenge at first, but it got to be fun. But that is when you fly formation. See, because you got to work as a team in the military, just like you do in the army of the Lord. And so what happens is you fly formation. Fly formation, maybe you've seen the Thunderbirds fly this or the Blue Angels. You've seen this air show and so forth and so on. Well, the two airplanes are side by side and they keep the same position all during flight or when they're taking off and landing because it's called formation flight. That's what it's called. And when you're really in formation, you got two here and then uh, one and then one on the right side and then two on the left. And you got four, flight of four. But here, here's, a, here's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm saying that you got this flight and if I'm flying number two airplane, my eyes are never straight ahead. As long as I'm in formation, I'm looking at his airplane. And wherever that airplane goes, I go. Amen. Amen. 
And I couldn't tell you whether I'm sideways or whether I'm in a, I couldn't tell you that. Now I can tell you some about it, but normally I have no knowledge of that because I'm being guided. I'm being guided. And as a member of the team, if he's a team leader, the, the, the flight leader, I put total trust in his ability to lead me right. So I'm, when taking off, we want to take off in formation. So we line up on the runway and what he does is to give a thing to run, to run him up. So I run the power up to 80% and then he takes his head and puts it back, his helmet, and he drops it. And when he drops it, it means go to afterburner and he's taken off. And so you go down the runway with him, runway with him. All of a sudden you start taking off, you start taking off and you usually make a right hand turn on a pattern and start making a right hand turn. And here you are right there. Now you're going through clouds now, going through clouds, but you got him right there. You got him right there. You're going through clouds. Understand, I don't, I'm not concerned about what position I'm in. I'm concerned if I'm in formation because he's the lead. The Holy Ghost is your leader. You don't need to be concerned about anything. Just follow what he says. Look at John chapter two. He said the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said, they have no wine. And Jesus said to her, woman, what have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. His mother said to the servants, whatever he says to you, just do it. That's all. Whatever he says to you, do it. Now, this is a principle of the kingdom that you're living in. Whatever he says to you, do it. I mean, think about it. They couldn't figure it out, but they were under authority. And in the kingdom, it's not a democracy. And that's why some people who... Uh, are so programmed by democratic uh, in, environments when they come into the kingdom have problems. Well, if you've ever been in the military, you won't have any problems with the kingdom because the answer is yes, sir, no, sir, no, it's you, sir. You get up here and you salute and you get and carry out the mission. So you're used to doing that. Coming to kingdom, it was natural for me. Man, I like it. But other people, oh, I gotta be me. I gotta be me. No, you won't profit in the kingdom being me. You'll find anytime, anytime anybody would try to get up on the stage and try to let you see more of them than the Holy Ghost, you'll find that the anointing won't flow. There's pure, it's pure entertainment. Same thing about a preacher, same thing about a person, whatever, that anointing doesn't work with self. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So being guided by the spirit of God is key. 
Romans chapter 8 and verse 14, they that are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So once you come into the kingdom, it's going to be a new way of operating now. I got to listen for God. I got to listen for God. Now, I'm telling you, this thing, this is where people have gotten off because it wasn't God. It was self. And pretty soon that's going to tell on you because God, God doesn't want us to get in trouble. So don't get ahead of the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, wait on your ministry. Got it? Now, Let's see where I go from there. Praise God. Now, faith is key for you having a successful life anytime. Faith is key. Because without faith, you cannot appropriate the things of God. So without faith, you can't get the power of God in and through your life. It takes faith to do it. Now, faith demands that God be your only source. Faith demands that God be your only source. And that's the way I check out maturity. Because faith has proof. And if there's no proof, what you got a hold of is a fake. Over in Luke's gospel, chapter 18 and verse 8, there's a statement made. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find what on the earth? Faith on the earth. Challenges are going to be so enormous in the last days that only those with faith will be found standing. Now, when he says standing, I'm sure he means successful, so forth. Now, I'm saying that. Here's what one person said. Now, I want you to remember this, because this, this really, this touched me. He says that in the last days or days to come, faith will be more valuable than gold. I believe that because if you don't have no faith, you won't have no gold. Or if you have faith, the gold is not going to, if you don't have faith, the gold is not going to do you any good. So it is saying here, faith. Now you can see that because what happens is even during the time of Jesus, there are problems that only faith can solve. And here's a lady, second Kings chapter four and verse one, she cried to the man of God and, and said to the prophet, Elijah saying, I servant, my husband is dead and you know my servant did fear the Lord and now the creditors come to take to my two sons to be bondmen. And she said, Elijah said to her, well, what do you want me to do for you? What's in your house? She said, well, I'm not anything in the house but a pot of oil. And he said, well, go borrow vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, the empty vessels, borrow not a few now. And when you come in, shut the door upon you and your sons and shall pour out those vessels and thou shall set aside that which is full. And she went from him and she shut the door upon her and her sons 
who brought the vessels to her and she poured out. Now, none of that made sense. She just had a little jar. He told her, go borrow some big vessels. That didn't make sense, folks. So faith often puts you in a place of possible ridicule. But it's still faith. Why? Because God talked to you and told you to do that. Are you following what I'm saying? But it's going to have proof now. This is not, not going to be just some, some, some accusation or some, some, uh, some things somebody said. Look what it said. And it came to pass when the vessels were full, she said unto her sons, bring me out a vessel. And he said to her, there's not a vessel more. And what happened? The oil stopped. Now that oil can represent the anointing. Remember the Samuel poured oil on, on David and the Holy Ghost came on him, anointing came on him from that day forward. Remember that? Yes. So this oil symbolizes anointing. But what it tells you is that this oil doesn't flow without a demand. See, as long as she had a demand, the oil flowed. But when the demand ran out, the oil stopped. Now, it doesn't make any difference what the demand is. If there's something that God wants you to do or something that you're supposed to have or whatever have you, there'll be an anointing on you to make that happen. Why? Because you're not supposed to be anxious for anything. You're not supposed to be worried or you're not supposed to be stretched. I mean, when I say stressed, stressed. There, there's no stress in the kingdom. You're supposed to be just as cool as a cucumber. Say amen to that. And, and when you believe, so when you say something, don't even check to see if your feelings agreed with it. See, that, that, that's what you got to do to get the best out of God. You just got to say it and get up off of it and walk on to that. Say amen to that. And, and, this, and then the anointing goes to work. All right. Put that back up there again. Let's see where we are. And it came to pass when the vessels were full. Watch this. She said to her son, bring me out a vessel. He said, there's not a vessel more and the oil stopped. Then she came and told the man of God. He said, now go sell the oil, pay your debt and leave you and your children on rest. So what she did. But notice after she got the oil, she didn't even know what to do. You got it? So God won't give you all the steps. He'll just tell you, do this. You know, just show up at Living Word Christian Center on Sunday morning at the nine o'clock service. See, you don't know what he's got for you, but you just got to follow the Holy Ghost. See, he's taking all the struggle out of your life. Struggle will take 10, 20 years off you. So placing a demand on the anointing. Now, the anointing, where is the anointing? It's in you. He's in you. Let's go to John chapter 14 again and verse 10. Believeth thou that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwells in me, he's doing the work. Now this is Jesus talking. How do I know it's Jesus? It's in the red. Now notice what he said. I'm not doing this. Who did he say was doing it? The Father is doing it. Now, where is the Father? It's in Him. So the Father is working through the Son to do the work. Now, notice what the Father needs. He needs words. Because remember, words give authority in the earth. So He needs 
the, the, the compliance, he needs the authorization to move on our behalf. So he's moving through Jesus. Now, Jesus was what I call the sample son. Why? Because he set his Godhead ability aside. We know that he was the word. But he set that aside because he couldn't operate in the earth except through man. So now he's got to be limited to what Adam was or a man that God had made. He had to be limited to that. You with me? So notice what they had to do. They had to baptize him. Why? Because he had to function as a man. And then the Holy Ghost came on him and, 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 and lit upon him like a dog. And the father said from heaven, this is my beloved son of whom I'm well pleased. Now notice he had to be baptized and the Holy Spirit had to come on him. So if he was functioning as God, why would he need to have more power? No, because he wasn't functioning as God. He was functioning as a man. And then he's saying, I'm not doing the work. It's a father in me. He's doing the work. So if you are a 30-year-old or 80-year-old or 12-year-old, it didn't make any difference. If you are a person that's been baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, then you have the Father in you. And the Father just needs your words so that he can do work. So the Bible says in Daniel chapter 11, they that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. But it doesn't make any difference how old you are. So it doesn't make any difference how much education you have, how much education you don't have. It doesn't make any difference. You are, when it comes to the things of God and God's assignment for your life, you have just become supernatural. First place, you got a mental upgrade. You're going to know stuff that you've never known in your life. Now you've got a physical empowerment. So you're going to be able to do something that you've never been able to do in your life. Isn't that powerful? Now, so from now on, talk like God. Come on, talk like God. All right. Now, this is what I want to go to. This is just kind of the, 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 the key piece I want to talk about for today. Attitude. Let's go to Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5. So let me ask you this. If God is in you, then he is going to give you his thoughts so you can do his will. Why would he be in you and not challenge you to walk on his level? If he's going to do the work. Isn't that wonderful? Man, I, I think, I, I, man, I'm going to buy this tape myself. This is, this is pretty good stuff, man. All right, look what he says. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. First Corinthians chapter two and verse 16. 
For who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. Now you just got upgraded. I said, you just got upgraded. You don't have the old mind that you used to have. You got an upgrade. The mind of Christ is a mind that is on always the attack. It is a mind that is on the offense. Now this, this, I want you to stay with me because I'm going somewhere with this. The tendency is for the church to be passive. Sometimes perceived as weak. Well, I'm just waiting on the Lord. Now, God wanted it done 40 years ago. And we're waiting on the Lord. Well, the mind of Christ is a mind that stays on the offense. Over in Mark chapter 4 and verse 35. And the same day when the evening was come, he said unto them, let us pass over to the other side. What he was saying is, let's keep going forward. Over in Luke's gospel and Luke chapter 19, I think it is, glory to God. He says, and he called his 10 servants and delivered them 10 pounds and said unto them, occupy till I come. Now that doesn't mean sit down and just do nothing. It, it means advance and hold it. Advance and hold it. Over in Romans, he said, we go from faith to faith. In other words, we are not going to sit down on what has been accomplished already. We're going to go another step forward. Say amen to that. And we're supposed to be advancing until Jesus comes. Now, what are we doing? We are invading darkness. And we're taking back people and property. Boy, I'm preaching now. Now, Here's the thing about it. This power that has been given us to advance, God wants you to know that when you have confidence in this power, the power flows. The power of God does not flow with a victim mentality. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm saying something now. You're going to have to change your mindset to get, because you got to have the mind of Christ. You got to have this mind that was in him to be in you. Confidence triggers the anointing. 
Watch this. And the anointing guarantees victory. Well, I trust that you were blessed by that powerful message. Now, here's a point you want to remember. As a believer, the anointing, the power of God is in you and on you. But faith is what places a demand on that power to cause it to flow and do what that power does. In 2 Kings chapter 4, that was a woman. This woman had her children about to be taken to put in slavery because her husband had died and left them all in debt. And now the creditor is calling saying, pay that note. Well, she didn't have the money. She came to the man of God in faith and placed a demand on his anointing, the anointing that's on the man of God. She said, hey, my husband feared the Lord. He, he, worked, he believed in God. He helped God. He did, he did God's work. Now he's dead and they're about to take my kids. And that faith that she had approaching the man of God, the man of God said, okay, what do you have in your house? Notice the anointing that's on him. Never came up with an answer like that before. But the anointing that's on him answered her question. She got that oil. It began to, she poured it supernaturally. It began to flow. Next thing you know, he said, go sell the oil, pay your debt, leave you and your kids on the rest. That woman became an oil baroness. I mean, she, she got put into commodities business. Why? Through faith. Faith placing a demand on the anointing of God. I'm telling you, I believe where you are right now, you can place a demand on the anointing that's on this man of God's life. Praise God. You said that's going pretty far? Well, that's what God, he said all things are possible if you'll just believe. Well, that's all we have for this time. We'll see you next time. This is Bill Winston saying, we love you and keep walking by faith. As a child of God, you are made in his image. You are redeemed. By his stripes, you are healed. By his blood, you are forgiven. And through his anointing, you are victorious. Are you ready to walk, live, and reign in Christ? Are you ready to find success, revelation, and opportunity? Your time is right now to walk in greater works. Call us right now at 1-800-711-9327 or go online to billwinston.org to receive your very own copy of the message series, The Greater Works. In this anointed four-disc teaching, Dr. Bill Winston equips you with the knowledge and understanding of your unlimited potential through the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Learn how to place a demand on the anointing for wisdom, success, and protection, and so much more. Want more material to grow your faith? Order Manifesting the Kingdom Bundle, which includes the Greater Work series and the Kingdom of God in You book. In this powerful book, Dr. Winston reveals the power of the Kingdom of God resident inside you. With the faith of a mustard seed, you can unleash God's provision and power in your life. Call right now, 1-800-711-9327 or online at billwinston.org and order the Greater Work series or Manifesting the Kingdom Bundle today. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. Follow us on Periscope and Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. 
Together, we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you. The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast. 